Welcome to the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, where it's all about nature, science, you. This episode of the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, is part two on mindful living. And it's mindful living, not only uh, fostered by the best practices of exercise and good nutrition, uh, ideally plant-based nutrition, uh, fresh air, uh, getting outside in the outdoors, taking your nature baths, meditation, all those things that are positive lifestyles that help us stay in the present, in the here and now. In part one, we talked with Jason Watkin, the uh, chief uh, formulator, chief executive officer, and co-founder of Purica on exactly some of the natural supplements that help us get there. The anti-inflammatories like Purica Recovery, the uh, anti-stress, the stress relief uh, uh, formulations such as Purica Complete 360. We talked about lion's mane for memory support and a specific focus on the brain and the nervous system. Now we shift gears to some of the other natural supplements that you might not directly draw a connection with between mindful living and their function. But Jason, when you look at the Purica probiotic and all four SKUs that Purica has uh, brought into the marketplace in partnership with Kaneka, uh, the world's leading uh, uh, probiotic uh, developer, uh, there's really a strong connection. And you pointed out before between uh, immunity, the gut, and the brain. Explain why Purica probiotic, probiotic might be a, a pathway towards uh, mindful living and, and mental clarity. Yeah, so I think there's uh, there's some really interesting data coming out if you look at the Heart Math Institute, talking about how the whole nervous system comes into play. And then I'll talk about probiotics. So the nervous system, people love you to think about the nervous system is your is your your brain, your spinal cord, and all the peripheral nerves that lead to all muscle function, motor function, functioning of your organs. But there's also what's called an enteric nervous system, your gut brain, and that operates independent. So there's a lot of innervation it's in your entire brain. gut. It's, the, it's, it's your, referred to as the second yeah, brain. Yeah, second brain. Yes. And and that second brain, this is the really cool part. If you were to open up your digestive tract, because it's all it's all convoluted, right? And and to, to maximize surface area, and you would flatten it out, it would be the size of uh, or the thickness of cellophane wrapper, like saran wrap kind of idea. But it would go, it would cover. Uh, one or more tennis courts. That's how much surface area. That's all innervated. So the, the amount of nerves we have in our body is incredible. But as we age, it starts backing off. And what then happens? We lose motility and peristaltic action. When that happens, things back up in your, and then it changes the microflora, the probiotics, and the, the microbiome changes because you have a lot of different fermentative products and everything. But you, you, know, you know what I mean? When you get older, you feel that you get bloated, Things don't go down as fast, or you, it comes up in the middle of the night. You shouldn't eat late at night. All these kind of things. Uh, you can't eat certain things that you loved before because they take too, too much digestion. Well, a lot of that has to do with innervation. It's dropping. So this is critical: is to impact the enteric nervous system, but also the the nervous system that gives the the largest electromagnetic field that you can measure in medicine. Uh, there's fields outside your body, different areas. The heart has a field about three feet out, one meter out, about one meter. So they can measure your heart's electromagnetic field about a meter out. Uh, your brain, only about an inch or so, just close to your brain, you can measure it. So there's a lot of electrical activity in the heart, obviously, the pumping. And then your digestive tract, has you can measure, not as easy, right to the skin. 
All those things are coordinated and they're affecting how your mind works. So this is the really interesting thing. When you feel something in your gut and they before thought that that was a figure of speech. Now they realize that actually sometimes it's the gut brain is firing. It doesn't have to be even coordinated necessarily with the central nervous system. It's firing. You feel something in your gut. It's not always a good thing though. That's not intuitive. Gut instinct, but gut instinct is not always a good thing. It's not intuition where you're relaxed. It's a survival response that may have worked at one point, but now no longer does it all, but you're still having it. The gut, I fill in the gut. And then sometimes people, I know, I know it's right. Even if it doesn't happen, it, but they'll wait for the next 10 times of it not happening. And then it happens. They'll say, I told you so. I felt it. But the last 10 times it didn't happen. It doesn't matter. You, you try to justify your responses. So anyway, but they found that the first thing that reacts actually when they measure before they institute some type of response, an evocative or provocative response that they know is going to cause a gut reaction, so to speak. Before the response, the first thing they feel is the heart reacted first, then, then the brain reacted, then the gut reacted. So they're all tied together, in other words, everything. Now, focus. By the way, with the heart, one thing they said that you can affect the field around your heart and everything else because it's the first one to act when you're responding in a habitual way is breath control, is learning how to breathe or to be aware of your breath. That can change your heart, which changes the central nervous system response, which then changes the gut response, and then you calm down. That's why mindfulness breath work is so important in yoga and everything else, tai chi, qigong, uh, walks in nature, prayer, anything is, is working with your breath. So now getting back to the probiotics, though, is probiotics, we have more, more microbes in our digestive tract than all the cells in our body, trillions and trillions of them. Some of them are friendly, some of them not so friendly. It depends on what you eat, how stressed you are, what types you have, what you were born with when you came out, if you had a C-section or not, influences it. All those things, if you had antibiotics a number of times or maybe a couple of times, that influences it all. What, uh, if you live in a primitive, uh, more primitive style of living in open nature and everything, more primal, that'll influence it. That's compared to the city. That decreases your flora. So the flora interact with your nervous system, the enteric nervous system, and they influence your moods and the things that you crave because they need to, they need to work with your body to basically tell it to eat things that they want to eat. So we, sometimes when you're craving things over time, it's just been, I've had this forever. If you're able to get your digestive tract in order in a different way, it can change everything that you crave. And if you don't keep craving sugars, right? Because sugars are associated with stress. When you have a stress tract, it increases sugar. Well, if you keep craving sugars, it go up and down, up and down, up and down. That makes you more moody. And that makes you not able to react the same or be as mindful because your mind's scattered. That's, that's the stress response. So by altering the microflora, you can impact how they're interacting with your nervous system, but they also produce or cause cells to produce the bulk of your serotonin, which is your kind of like happy mood. That's why they give selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors or things like Prozac and that or to regulate your mood. These ones are producing most of it for you. So if you can get these microbes that are influencing your neurotransmitters and hormones in your body, they can help you control things in women around the menstrual cycle or everybody with mood swings or low energy, up, can't sleep, overthinking. 
can sometimes be as simple as your microflora. And everybody's different. But when you start associating with people, that changes your microflora. So if you change your job, literally, and you're exposed to all these different people, you're going to start to actually mesh a little bit the longer you're together. So you need to be aware of that. That pe- They've even said that they do things like fecal transplant. I know it's kind of gross to talk about, but they've given someone who is healthy in a certain way to do with their gut. They'll give take that and they'll give it to someone who has a gut problem. But what they found is really interesting that the people, yes, got they were helped with their gut problem, but some of them got depression that was specific to the person that they took the transplant from. That kind of shows you that there's something made. You can make jokes about this too, right? But <laughs> uh, but the idea is emotional states of mind, psychological states of mind, other physical attributes can be directly tied in with your microflora and you could transfer it to other people. So we've got to be aware of that. So what do we need to do? Well, it's what you eat and taking micro, uh, taking probiotic supplements that are effective to start to change that uh, flora that can directly impact your mood and different things in your body. So it's interesting to me that the four SKUs that Purica Probiotic encompass right now, Jason, are the Purica Cardio, uh, the Purica mm-hmm. Probiotic Cardio, uh, Purica Probiotic Mature Immune Defense on the immunity side of things. And then you've got the Purica Digest and the Purica Intensive GI. Uh, you know, all of them in, in one way or another would actually help uh, with, with mindful living and, and help yeah. with, the, with mental clarity. But if there was one of those four that you would bring to the table in terms of helping someone pursue a path of, of mindful living and, and mental clarity, uh, which of the four uh, Purica probiotic blends would it be? I think if you could only choose one and you didn't have other things you're trying to work with, I would do one round, that's seven vials that you pop and then take seven vials of the digest. They taste really good, by the way. Uh, do one round of that called digest. Then the specific one that's going to be to gut anxiety-related disorders and everything, that's what the NPN, the research is on, is the intensive GI or gastrointestinal. That one has a whole bunch of other things with it too. It has NPN for lactose intolerance, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, anxiety related uh anxiety related to gut and also anxiety related to uh just differences in micro flora like i said causing differences in your blood scores of a number of different things i would do that one and then all probiotics that are healthy if they can implant affect your immune system and your digestion so you're getting that as well you're in the natural health zone with the triskillian the purica podcast Tom Anik, along with Jason Watkin, the Chief Executive Officer, Chief Formulator, and Co-Founder of Purica. Uh, you're listening to the Purica podcast, The Triskelion. Uh, Jason, got a couple more to bounce off you here. Uh, we, we, we're going to move from Purica Probiotic and those SKUs to Purica Ionic Bone. Now, it's, it's a, a vegan uh, bone builder. Uh, the focus is on bone health. Uh, but it's yeah. much more than just bone health, isn't it? It's bone health, it's heart health uh, because of yeah. that important relationship between vitamin D, vitamin K, and the calcium that too often stays in our blood. 
but above and beyond that, purokionic bone uh, also has some benefits for uh, uh, overall immunity and for, uh, for brain function as well. How does purokionic bone work and why is it something that some of us can look for to uh, help enhance mental clarity and cognitive function? Yeah, so I think the one thing we have that the calcium that is taken from that algae and then harvested in a sustainable way off the top, not low down, so there's no heavy metals, has all the trace minerals. You need that in nerve transmission and proper function of your body. So that's a given. But the two I want to focus on that are related to your immune system and, and, and me- mental health and clarity are the two vegan forms. The vegan formula tastes really good, by the way, the ionic bones, really good. Uh, the K2MK7 from the natto bean. In Japan, this is something that's eaten normally, it's fermented. I don't, yeah, it's an acquired taste, definitely, but it has this MK7 form of K2 which is the ultimate form you can take and last in your body for, for quite a long time compared to all the rest. It's 24 hours or more, I think, whereas the rest literally could be an hour or more. It's in and out of your body, the synthetic form K2 and the K1. So I'm going to talk about that in a second. D3 has been gaining huge publicity with the research to do with uh, your immune system and viruses and things like that. Uh, but D, D3 and K2 work together to influence circulation and to influence immunity and bone building and heart health and everything else. Uh, so the story would be, okay, why, how is it going to affect your mind? Well, remember I was saying earlier that your heart, the nervous system is the first one to act mm. before the brain. Also the brain requires a lot of blood flow and glucose and everything and, and getting it there uh, and proper blood pressure for the mind to function. So the heart has to be super healthy in order for that to take place. They're completely connected, the heart and the brain. In ancient cultures, they consider this less important than this. That's why, or they'll consider them as the same thing. They often call mind heart, you don't. Anyways, back to this. Uh, the D3 helps you absorb calcium through your gut. But if it's not absorbed into the bone, then the calcium can accumulate in your blood vessels with plaques and start to actually lessen blood flow. Rusty so pipe. Ex- right? Yes. Yeah. So it, excessive amounts of D without exercise, which also stimulates the uptake of the calcium into the bone because the bone needs to get stronger to hold the intense uh, muscular contraction activity or enlargement of the muscle. So the D3 is increasing absorption through your gut. Now you need to get it into the bone. Like we talked about earlier, people are not exercising much anymore. So ideally, you'd be exercising. If you're not, what else can get it into the bone and out of the blood so you get better blood flow? That's the K2MK7. So the K2MK7 is helping you to remove calcium in the bloodstream, including that which is in plaque already, which is super cool because that's helping to degrade certain plaques that haven't yet closed over with the lining of the blood vessel. Pulling the calcium into the bone is K2MK7. That's where you get the heart effects, the circulation effects. And from that, you get the increased blood flow to the head because you can also have occlusions in the blood vessels leading to the brain. So if you can help to get the calcium and to decrease the plaque formation things out of the blood vessel leading to the brain and the heart, you're going to increase uh, brain function. 
when you get there, here's an interesting thing too. If you get better blood flow to your brain, not only does it make your brain function better, you typically feel more confidence. So it affects everything in your body because if your mind's functioning better, you feel more confident. When you are more confident, you tend to make better choices and to think more clearly and are less apt to make decisions that end up affecting your health of your body and your mind. So they're, they're all tied together. And that's where I like to say that the ionic bone, yes, sounds like it's made for bone, but inevitably it's for your heart and brain and everything because it's a full rounded formula with those, those things in it. Yeah, it really is. Including magnesium, which, right. Well, as as we mentioned with uh, Tamara Sophie of Kappa Bioscience, uh, uh, based out of Germany, uh, you know, partners uh, in the Purica Ionic Bone with with Purica, uh, you know, she talked about the fact that really is the intersection between bone health and heart health and a heck of a lot more. Listen, yep. we've just got a couple of minutes left on this episode of the Triskillian, uh, the Purica podcast. And Jason, I wanted to touch upon magnesium. It's interesting. Earlier in this episode, you talked about the uh, the, the microbiome. You talked about yep. how, um, you know, where you are, what kind of setting you live in will influence the nutrition that you get and the kind of uh, a flora that you get in your in your system. Um, you know, it's not like it used to be. I mean, uh, uh, magnesium deficiency is a real thing here in Canada and throughout North America. And it's simply because yeah. the soil doesn't have as much magnesium as it had back in the day. I wanted to yeah. touch upon the essential mineral magnesium on our way out the door here, so to speak, as to why people should take a look at it as, um, as something that can help with cognitive function, uh, uh, brain uh, power, and, uh, and, and, and sense of mindfulness. Yeah, so magnesium is the number one most deficient mineral, macromineral, in a North American diet. Calcium got so much weight because the dairy industry promoted it for so long, and then they finally realized that's not the, the end-all thing. And even for bone health, it's not the end-all thing. Why is magnesium such a big deal? Well, it's involved in over 300 enzyme processes in your body. Hmm. It is the mineral that if you, if you want to think of magnesium, this is what I would do. As a personality, it's relaxed, really relaxed. Magnesium is relaxing to your blood vessels, for blood pressure, to your muscles, to your digestive tracts, you go to the bathroom better, all that. Relaxing and vibrant or activating. It's activating. So you're relaxed, but you're activated. What I mean by that? Well, one of the enzymes that's involved in phosphorylases is what activates all the other vitamins, basically, that you most of them that you're taking require phosphorylation by this enzyme that's magnesium dependent in order to make them active in your body. If you don't have enough magnesium, you can eat all the, the foods that you want. You can take all the supplements you want. And they're not going to become activated. And so they're not going to function the body. And then you're just going to basically get rid of them. So magnesium is huge for everything else that you take. If you don't get enough, you're going to notice it. Some of the things, in order to deal with stress, absolutely, your adrenal glands require magnesium. In order to activate all vitamins, like I said, magnesium. A lot of hormones need magnesium. Uh, Blood vessel relaxation, so you get decreased blood pressure magnesium uh optimal firing of the nervous system everything magnesium it's in the digestive tract keep it going the lungs to have the relaxation of, of the musculature in the lungs so that they can breathe better magnesium 
to dilate, to dilate things. Magnesium. They used to inject. If you had a heart attack, when you got to the hospital, they would inject you with magnesium lactate to open up the vessels really quickly. So hopefully you wouldn't die. Then other chemicals came in that had some money to them and they changed everything. But it used to be magnesium lactate. So if, by the way, if you, if anybody out there is susceptible to heart disease, I, I like to say this all the time. They had worried about having a heart attack. It's in your family. You should have a liquid or powder form of magnesium. It lasts forever. Wherever you normally are in your car, at your house, at your friend's place, have it with you all the time for any time that it, you could need it. You're having a heart attack, severe angina, take tons of magnesium, get your way to the hospital, obviously, but take tons of magnesium. That could be the difference in you uh, passing or, or living. Literally is that magnesium. If you took it in a capsule or a tablet, it won't work because it won't get you fast enough. So liquid or powder mixed with water, drink it fast. And a lot of it doesn't matter. Just give you loose stool and it could actually dilate the vessel around your heart and everything else and save your life. So magnesium is absolutely amazing and it ties in with everything else. I just can't say enough about it. That's why it's in recovery as well is I've known about it for a long time. Another one is zinc is often deficient, has to do with mental function. But if you put it in a powder, people feel nauseated. Uh, so I would pursue getting zinc as well. But yeah, magnesium is it's something else, really. Jason, so appreciate you uh, walking us through all the different natural supplements that can have such a positive impact on, on mindful living and mental capacity and brain power and memory, cognitive function, uh, however you want to uh, you know call it. Uh, we'll have to reconvene again. Uh, I, I will uh, encourage our, our listeners of the Triskelion Empirica podcast to go back to part one of this two-part uh, exercise on mindful living and then to also go back a couple of months where we did two parts in terms of just uh, the management of thought and observing thought as a as a as a best practice in terms of stress management really appreciate it thanks so much for doing this and and certainly uh, next time you and i chat i'll be even more mindful thank you tom You've been listening to The Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Purica Wellness and sign up for our e-newsletter at purica.com.